Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good, good morning, morning, Russell. Morning, so, good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for yet another day that you have added to our life, which means new opportunities, which means a fresh release of your mercy and your grace. It means another opportunity for us to connect with you, to come to you, and to bring all our challenges, our limitations to you. We thank you, Father. It's another opportunity to get to know you more so that as we connect with your word, as we read it, the word that we hear you saying out of it and keep hearing that again and then meditating on it, that's where you pour out your revelation into our hearts. It is by your spirit that that word is made alive. So that the word which is made alive by your spirit, that then becomes our light. The light that shines in the darkness and that darkness cannot comprehend it. The strategy for victory, the direction amidst all the chaos, the answer to our prayer, the revelation that comes from your archives that speaks directly and specifically to our challenges, to our problems. We thank you, Father, that you do not turn us away, that each time you keep calling us back. And as Psalm 80 says, we ask you to quicken us, Lord, that we might call on your name so that when we are quickened, when we come in your presence, we are able to join our spirits with you to be one in spirit. That's where that exchange can take place. Through that communion. And so we come before you this morning, Father. And we thank you that when we are in your presence and we shut the door behind us, the closet, we enter not just the prayer closet, but we enter a connection with our altar, our personal altar of prayer with you. And you have promised us that the Father who sees all that is done in secret, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And he rewards in public, not just in secret, even though the prayer altar was set up in secret. So we thank you, Lord, that you bless us with those deeper revelations. You describe situations, atmospheres, conditions under which we can connect with you and work with you. And you tell us even, you give us the outcomes. You tell us about what is to come then. You give us revelation, you give us direction, you give us answers, you give us wisdom. You provide light. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts there. As you pour that revelation. So that when we step out of that prayer closet now, we are no longer wearied, burdened. But we come with that fresh hope that has come out of this revelation. And as we keep speaking it, then it starts growing into our faith. We thank you, Father, that you are transforming that word that we just saw in your book and you highlighted it to us into something that is now flesh and dwells within us. We thank you for that grace upon our lives. And this peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord, 
we share that opportunity to come to you with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. Those that do not know how to pray. Those that are still suffering out of all the ignorance of not knowing you. And lifting up and remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker and our creator. The lifter of men, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The ancient of days through whom and in whom is all wisdom. And he makes that those mysteries that are hidden from the rest of the world. He makes it available to those whom he chooses to. And it is all hidden in his word. He bids us come, drink from it and be filled. So that then, out of whatever is filled in our heart, that heart speaks. We thank you, Lord, that you provide all your systems of advantage. You are the God of overflow, the God of miracles. And you are our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. Our strong tower to which we can run and be safe inside. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Who is for us a shield, our glory and the lifter up of our heads that we shall no longer hang in shame. He is the God of our salvation, our redemption, the author and the finisher of our destiny. He is the one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge because he is the word himself. He is the way, the truth and life. And we speak and we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit given to us to be our friend, our advocate, our teacher, our guide, our intercessor. He is the spirit of victory. He is the one who changes the times and seasons. He is the one who raised Jesus from the dead. He is that hand of the creator that brought everything into existence at the spoken word of the father. That greatest creative force in the universe has now made his temple, his tabernacle and has brought his holiness into our bodies. That we shall no longer be temples of sin, of the devil, but might be transformed into temples of the living God. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. That you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us to fill every gap. You give us the opportunity to pray where we can raise all our concerns to you and seek direction. But where we can also legally authorize you to step into our circumstances. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need for our sustenance. And even though areas of our lives look like we live under curses, you show us the way how to get out of it. You do not leave us permanently in there. Oh, we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That we shall be found lacking nothing. Or more importantly, we shall live a life of abundance and walk in dominion on the earth realm, which was your original plan for us. 
and you have still not forgotten it. We thank you, Father, that you give us a choice to gravitate back towards that plan, to align with you, to fulfill our obedience, so that that plan can once again be activated in our lives. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, <laughs> from danger, accidents, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters, spiritual attacks as well. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in your spoken, in our spoken word, based on your word, Lord. As we say, as we declare that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it, when I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life in the words we speak every single time. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Today we start a new two-part series on a new topic, which is the prayer of faith. Yes, we are still in the series of prayer. We're looking at tiny little aspects, basics around prayer. So today, in today and tomorrow's session, we reflect on what sort of prayer is a prayer of faith and are we really praying that prayer of faith? So as we go through it, we gain some understanding. Let us take time then the rest of the day to reflect back on our personal prayer and see are we really praying a prayer of faith? For that, let's look at Mark chapter 11. That's where Jesus spoke about faith and taught about the prayer of faith. And he taught about a lot more things with it, including the biggest detractor or obstacle in the way that was unforgiveness. But today we're not touching on that. We will only reflect on the faith part of it. Because we need to understand that more closely. And the narrative proceeds like Jesus was passing by the area and he passed by a fig tree. He was hungry and he looked for fruit, but he found none. There was only leaves on it. And we'll probably take that part of this story separately to reflect on what does that mean for us. So I won't touch on that fig tree part today. But he cursed the fig tree there saying, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the next morning, when Peter found the fig tree, it was withered. And he went back to Jesus. Saying, the one that you cursed, that tree is now withered. 
Now I'll read Jesus' reply onwards. So Mark 11, verse 22 to 24. And the first thing Jesus said is, have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. And that's the key verse of our whole reflection today and tomorrow. Next verse, verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So what faith did he demonstrate here? And there are a few points I'd like to touch on. Number one, he said, if you say to this mountain, the mountain being the problem in your life, this mountain, which means not any mountain, he was specific, asking you to be specific as well. So be specific and address the particular problem in your life. Generic faith declarations are like shooting an arrow in the air and then saying, let it hit wherever it feels like. And you know the outcome in advance itself. It is not going to hit anywhere because it was never targeted. Every arrow that you shoot in your prayer must have a target. You will be seriously disappointed and no mountain will move if you shoot randomly. It's like saying, by the stripes and wounds of Jesus be healed. There is no healing coming there. Healing from what? Is the first question. Who are you addressing? You must specify what this mountain is. So the first thing to note is be specific. Whether it's cancer, spirit of cancer, whether it's spirit of poverty, whatever the concern is, when you shoot your arrow, be specific. Sometimes when you don't know the cause, you need to ask the Lord to show you what the real mountain is because demonic sources thrive when they remain hidden. That is how they are able to survive within people without being kicked out. The legality in God's kingdom insists that you pull out or you call them out, identify them and only then can they be kicked? A thief in hiding is never caught except when his identity is exposed or his hiding location is exposed. Isn't that true in the real world? For as long as they don't know who the thief is, the police will keep searching and he would probably be roaming in front of them in plain sight. But when he is identified through whatever forensics they have done, when the ID is established and his hiding location is somehow found, then they can catch him and evict him from that place. And he can no longer continue to do whatever criminal activities he was involved in. You have to relate to the same situation. Be specific is the short answer. Identify, look for signs, look for patterns, identify who is behind it 
and then you can call them out by name and kick them out. You are able to do that. Now we'll get to that bit as well. The second point is, again, going back to the same line, you shall say to this mountain. We've touched on this mountain. Now we touch on say, declare. Not negotiate with it, not pray about it, not plead with it to go to say, hey, please, please leave me alone. Please go. Depression, please go. Anxiety, please go. Sickness, please go. He said, you shall say. And you can only say if you know what authority you have been given. That is when that thief whose ID is established and his location has been found. You can call him out by name and evict him when you know what authority you carry. Ecclesiastes 8 verse 4, and I'd like each of us to remember this verse. It is not common, but when you see, when you hear it, this is what you should always remember in your prayer. It says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Did you know that you are a king? When you are born again, you are in Christ. You become an adopted son of God and a co-heir to rule the earth realm with Christ. And if he is king, then you are king as well because you are co-heir. You are seated with him in his throne. If you doubt that or are unsure, read Ephesians 2 verse 6. That will tell you what your position is. Seated with him in his throne. And he is the king of kings, the lord of lords. So going back to that verse, Ecclesiastes 8 verse 4, where your word is, there is power. And when you now say to the mountain, recognizing that power, you say with the power that is backed by Jesus' authority as king of kings and your own authority as king. So whatever that demonic spirit is, that must obey. Nothing in the earth realm dare disobey. Because it is standing against the highest authority in this realm. The ruler of this realm now. Are you saying to this mountain near you with this revelation in your heart? The revelation of the authority that you carry. Because that revelation is what brings conviction. When we don't know that revelation, then our words are shaky. I have said it, but I don't know if the thing will go or it will still be there or how will I know what will happen. No idea. When you don't know, the devil is going to come back to you and say, did God really say that if you say this, they will go? Just like he said to Eve. Do you think so? And that's where our third point comes from. If you don't have this revelation of authority that you carry, you will doubt. And Jesus says, if you say and you do not doubt in your heart that whatever you have said will come to pass, then you shall have what you say. And that's where 
the prayer of faith becomes shaky. That's the key part in our prayer of faith. Holding on to what we have spoken with conviction and not letting any doubt come in the way. When you know whose authority backs it and what you are and then speak, then there is no reason to doubt. That is why Jesus says, have faith in God. He says that because God keeps his word and we've seen that throughout the Bible. And if you want to see a description of how God does it, I'd encourage you to read Isaiah chapter 25. All the fortified cities that it talks of, replace them with the mountain and you will know. His word says you have authority to speak and what you speak, he will fulfill. But Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will do. The only thing is your speaking must be based on the revelation. Because revelation inspires faith in the spirit. That's what we touched on at the starting of our prayer. And our speaking must be a conviction based on that faith. You don't just pick up a verse from the book and you speak it and think it will work. It won't. Because it is not stirring up any faith. Then will you believe that it is real and it must come to pass. That is, you will believe that you have already received. It must become real to you first, in your own eyes, in your own heart. You must be able to almost perceive physically, tangibly, that it is this near to you that you can almost touch it. And this will not happen overnight. So tomorrow, let's look at what do we need to do there then. And that's also the part of the prayer of agreement there in Matthew 18, 19. It says, where two of you agree as touching on anything, then it shall be done by the Father. It must become real to you first. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that revelation, Lord, that we stick on the word, we keep meditating on it until our wisdom and our understanding is opened and we are enlightened to receive what that word really means so that then when we speak it with that understanding, after having digested the revelation behind it, that is what inspires hope and that hope on Repetition of it becomes faith and through this faith we are able to declare with conviction. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day. And this is also why reading the word every day becomes important. Are you seeing how all of these are connected now with our daily reflections in this series? Faith only comes from hearing and hearing by. That is the revelation from that word made alive and put into your understanding by the spirit, not by your cerebral faculty. Edify us in this way, O oh Lord, that we are lifted up in that spirit by what you show us. When the spirit of truth shows us something, then we are set free. 
we also pray for our physical and temporal needs those of our families and friends we pray for all those battling all kinds of sickness and disease for families facing division and separation of any kind we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially that of prayerlessness we're praying also lot for all our own personal needs those of our families and friends especially those not yet saved father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and as we release our faith in our prayer making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit we believe that we have received lord everything that we declare we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over let us now make our prayer thank you jesus thank, thank you jesus thank you father thank, thank you father. father thank you holy spirit thank you thank holy spirit
Scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Romans 4, verse 16. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, for he is the father of us all. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the second one is from 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and the Rosary sessions, as well as Friday Bible study sessions. Please share those with friends and family. Invite them to come join us live or point them to the recordings. You can also share links to the prayer group for Telegram and WhatsApp. You can join us on whatever environment works better for them. And a reminder about our Bible study session as well tomorrow. This is the third part in our series on blessings and curses. The choice is yours. And we're currently studying in depth on curses and how we can come out of it as well. So this is a very enlightening topic. It will help a lot of people identify what their current life scenario looks like and find a solution out of it as well. So please share it with others. Do not keep it to yourself. Invite them to come. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone.